Yeah, my name is Nigel. Tony Kennett is filling in for Hammer. Tony has a background in education, right? Used to work for uh, the uh, IPS, IPS and Lawrence North and Knightstown and other fantastic Indiana schools. STEM administrator. Yeah, um, I got to um, wrangle all roles. the science teachers and whatnot. Was unceremoniously uh, relieved of his duties at IPS when he revealed that the critical race theory was indeed being taught. Yeah, they don't Did like it when the- you cite your sources. That was the fun <laughs> part. They couldn't say, oh, you're wrong. They, they were just like, well, he took some things out of context, and then I provided the context, and the next day they revoked my access to the Google Drive. <laughs> Testified in front of the state legislature, I believe, at that's, one point about this. That's uh, Yeah, that's right. Uh, Senator Kidora's worst nightmare. It's a, a genuine pleasure. That was... That that was a takedown like I've never seen when you were up there on the on the I don't if you call it the stand or whatever and he was quizzing you about CRT and how it's not really you know you can't define it and oh, I mean I didn't mind was, I didn't I didn't mind that part because I you know I've studied it for eight years or had at that point studied it for about seven or eight years and and that you know that's whatever that's her personal opinion but then when he started trying to accuse me of being like anti-Muslim and also anti-black. <laughs> that was when I drew yeah. the line uh, and I started, started pointing out all of the, uh, you know, fundamental Muslim communities that don't like that kind of garbage. He didn't, he didn't appreciate So that. I'm just trying to give a little bit of your background. You're now an investigative reporter for the Daily Signal. And you had a new piece out about the movie Sound of Freedom, which was produced by a predominantly conservative um, uh, outfit. Nay, I think Angel Productions. Angel Studios. Angel yep, they, Studios. They're the ones who make uh, the the Chosen, that a uh, documentary uh, about the life of Christ. Yes. A couple other really interesting things. It did. I mean, it's doing extremely, or at least it did extremely well at the box office. It's it's still For, pulling like serious, serious numbers. Well, I mean, the second week it was out, it beat Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, Indiana Jones, of course, sold more. You know, ticket for ticket, Indiana Jones has sold more, but that week it outperformed Indiana Jones. By the way, Indiana Jones costs like five hundred million dollars to make, and they've only made two or three hundred million. I, I have, the, I might not know how those numbers exactly right, but you understand what I'm saying. Well, it's become a very common thing with a lot of Hollywood movies. But yeah, Angel Studios creates a lot of really decent looking films. You don't see a lot of studios that are like smaller studios that put that much effort into it. Right, and even more, you don't really see conservative. Uh, uh, aimed, you know, you know, studios aimed at conservatives making good movies. Does yeah, that make sense? Like yeah. they don't know how to do it. They I, really haven't gotten a concept yet. Well, there there was kind of a, an idea that like Christian media, because it's less less conservative, more like Christian based media. Yes, uh, was just struggled for a long time because just people thought, well, as long as we're making the media, it's good enough. And uh, no, Angel Studios was founded on the idea that you could create really high quality Christian content. And I, my wife and I really like The Chosen. I think that it's it's very well done. Well, what, what's it on? What platform is it on? Uh, it's on it their on? own platform, but I think you can watch it on Prime Video. I, I think Disney like declined to host it. There, there are of some course. other places that you can look at it. It was pay for play, uh, but so many people have bought tickets for others, like in advance, that so other people could watch it. That at this point. It's basically just free to watch. So your article, The Daily Signal, I really, I just still have not been able to understand why progressive outlets like Rolling Stone and NPR and, you know, Variety have all kind of sort of slammed this movie as some sort of right wing conspiracy. Sound of Freedom is about child trafficking. 
Yeah, it's a it's Jim Caviezel is the star, and it's based upon a true story. Right, correct? it's it's just like a, a docudrama about the creation of this uh, sex trafficking rescue organization called Operation Underground Railroad, and just kind of going through that and the many different trials and things that are associated with that. And really, the the point of the movie is to increase the average person's awareness of the horrible evil, very prevalent epidemic practice of child sex trafficking. And so you wrote, so tell me about the article. So the article points out that all of these media organizations were so quick to jump all over yeah. Sound Free. It's a white ring. How could well, sex trafficking doesn't even happen that much? It's a it's a dad brain worm. Rolling Stone called it uh, because I guess you know dads wanting to protect their daughters. That's a brain worm. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, and then it it turned out less than a month later the FBI announced in collaboration with a ton of different state governments Operation Cross Country, which is I think the eighth or ninth iteration of a massive child sex trafficking ring. They arrested like over 150 suspects. They rescued a couple of FBI agents died, I believe. Yep. Um, and as, as, as a part of uh, uh, this mission. Yep. Same with uh, some Tennessee state troopers, some Nevada state troopers as well. A couple of border agents also. I mean, they really put in a lot. And and some of the low level agents, some of the, your ground dudes in the FBI who, who regularly put their lives on the line to stop this stuff. That's the thing that's that's worth preserving. And they had this major bust right after all of these organizations like NPR had said, oh, it's just this big right wing conspiracy. Child sex trafficking is not all that prevalent, which is funny because NPR has literally documented hundreds and hundreds of of suspects arrested in child trafficking charges over the last decade. And strangely, none of these journalistic organizations mentioned like the statistics that say that hundreds of millions of children a year around the globe are are caught in this muck and mire of sex trafficking. And you would think that if you were reporting on this movie, you would mention what it is they're talking about. Because when they, when they do an abortion movie review, they talk about how wonderful it is and they bring in all the statistics <laughs> and they're like, oh, this is so important for women who choose to get an abortion, but when they want to slam a movie that resonates with conservatives or Christians or yes. heck, just people with kids, absolutely. all of a sudden, no, it's a, it's a conspiracy because if, if conservatives care about it, it must be worthless. Like, why? It's not political. Sex trafficking is not a political issue. Have you seen the movie? Because I've not seen the movie, but oh, I've yeah. heard it's... You did see it? Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I heard... I actually do my, my research before <laughs> no, I write I, my I articles, yeah. <laughs> and I... I I haven't seen it. I heard that it's tough to watch, but it it's uplifting um, towards the end. Yeah, um, it, it leaves you with a sense of it leaves you with a sense of of hope at the end that there is a way to fight this and that the lives that are rescued uh, matter. And by the way, uh, unlike NPR, Fox News actually brought on a survivor of sex trafficking to ask what she thought of the movie. Really, she said it's fantastic. It's incredibly important that we increase awareness with about these, this. With these human traffickers or child traffickers more specifically who are these kids that are disappearing is it i mean like could it potentially be you know somebody's daughter just walking down the sidewalk in a neighborhood getting snatched off the street or is it is it is it migrants that are crossing illegally um with 
with well, it's, kids it's, that may or not be there. It's it's not you know? just it's uh, trafficking is not just one facet like of, of people that that do one specific thing. I mean, there's an entire network of individuals who target people based on their social browsing habits, people who look vulnerable in, in various different sure. ways, people that are advertising themselves on social media. You know, those kinds of like kind of social media skimmers and fishers are a huge part of basically finding the children to target. And that's why there's such a large advisement now is to keep your kids off of social media entirely. Like our, our kid is not on social media at all. I think the back of their head is once. Other than that, nope, because I don't want them to be targeted. Uh, and, and meanwhile, these people are out there. These perverts are out there, and they could be right living next to you, that right on your nose. They could be teaching you at college, like, say, a former Butler University professor just took a plea deal after he admitted to possessing child porn. He's a professor of philosophy over there at Butler. Tabiru Papa is his name. Going to serve eight years. Uh, originally originally arrested in January last year. Police, I, I, I think it's really, I don't want to say easy for police to detect who's going what, what websites and who's downloading what, but like police were able to notice when his Butler University email linked him was used to upload 24 files that were you know suspected to be uh child porn and they they looked so, so that that gave a ping or something like that so first of all it's important to note that like the vast majority of sites that claim to offer child pornography are honeypots a honeypot is a term for a uh, federal uh, operation that's trying to lure people into engaging with them, like sure. the undercover drug dealer, thing, something like that. Sure, uh, Fang Fang was a honeypot, right? <laughs> Eric <laughs> Swalwell. Yeah. yeah. So th- it's kind of interesting when you when you look at this. Yes, we do know who a lot of uh, potential child pornographists and things like that are. My question that I continually ask is, why would you ever offer a plea deal? To a child uh, pornographist, that, yeah. Why would you offer a plea deal? That scum doesn't deserve a plea deal. But wh- what? I, I don't understand why. Like this is a clear case of an individual who was clearly illustrated that, given the circumstances, they would be willing to abuse children, and yet, uh, oh, here's here's a plea deal and kind of let you off the hook on that. It's ridiculous. That that man should be locked up for life.